1: are you ready let's make some noise come on ladies and gentlemen welcome to the latest edition of the broad street line i'm roy burnin long as i as always my tag team partner a man who not did not get flamed on the internet this week, unlike many other NFL players. One, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? This fine as always during a pandemic. Air quotes, Saturday morning, sir. Sometimes I think we're
0: not going to have anything to talk about when I think about like, oh, like I'm like Wednesday. I'd be like, oh, I don't really know. Like I talk about the finals mm-hmm. the draft that I know three and a half players. But nah, like they're just, the news cycle is just, it's it it, 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 it it's a gift that always keeps giving. And now, since we're getting close to like I don't know, like football. I, I mean, like I think people, especially now, like I mean, like the end of the NBA Finals feels like the beginning of football season.
1: No, it it really does. It really because now again, now that we're in uh, the NBA Finals ended earlier this week, and of course. NFL training camps also opened this week as well among, you know, several teams are already in training camps. So, again, like the, the 24-hour news cycle, 24-hour uh, 365 sports cycle continues. Um, Like I always, let me say first, full disclosure, during the pandemic, we recorded this show on Thursdays to air live on Saturdays on 106.5 WPPM LP Philadelphia. I've always said the one thing about the show, and again, we've done this show in various iterations, whether it be on the radio or on a podcast or both. Uh, for more than 10 years now. And I've always said, I've learned over the years, God will provide. I told you before, I was like, you know what? Like, we might have to talk some NBA draft or something, talk about Luca Garza coming in to the Sixers, <laughs> even though he might not get drafted. Maybe we got to talk about them taking him at the 50th pick. No, 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 no. The NFL is like, no, nah, we got something for you guys to talk about. You guys don't have to talk about Luca Garza. And the NFL dropped a hammer earlier this week when it comes to the COVID 19 vaccination. We will come to that. But well, we have to talk about other things before that because, again, since we taped the show beforehand, something happened late last week that we didn't get a chance to talk about, and that's the uh, impending breakup. And I say impending because I think that's where it's going: breakup between Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Obviously, well, we believe obviously that has an ap- effect on the Sixers and one Benjamin F. Simmons. So we will get into that as well. And we, we got to talk some Giannis because shout out to Giannis and the Bucks. For winning a title, the Milwaukee Bucks winning a title, bringing a title to home to Milwaukee for the first time in literal literal decades. So a championship that. that matters. Yes. No. And and, yes.
0: and and by the way, I I hope Giannis's interview that talked about the super teams isn't confirms that the that this whole people looking down on super teams isn't some fan creation. It's not some media create. It is mm-hmm. a real thing. And it's a real Who knows the Giannis for like I don't know. Like I, I mean. And there's been, like, indirect or, like, sort of, kind of, I don't know, like, layered question about, do NBA players rock with Giannis? And I don't know if they rock with him the same way that they would rock with most players. I think it has a lot to do with not growing up in that AAU scene. I mean, the dude just started playing basketball, like, 10 years ago, for God's sake. So you don't have those, Mm -hmm. that time in your youth to, like, build these these friendships with people. I mean... Do they hate him? I don't think they hate him, but they they they're not trying to like like I don't know like they don't got him on the burner cell be like yo, come to Miami.
1: Yeah, no that's a really good point. And we'll talk about Giannis again, his relationship with other players, where he ranks uh, when it comes to other players in the NBA and what his legacy is because again, at 26, he's already built himself a pretty good legacy. So we will discuss that. Speaking of legacy, a man has come back to the WWE. <laughs> To possibly solidify his legacy even more so than he already has. Uh so we will discuss uh the peacemaker himself making an appearance at Jacob Money in the Bank.
0: Toretta versus yes. versus <laughs> yes. versus Hobbs's brother or cousin.
1: Yes, yes. So so we will get into that as well. So a lot of stuff to get to in this edition of the Broad Street Line, as we always say. Sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line because the future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-out, sir? No. Shout outs to you guys as always for supporting us here, whether it's on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcast Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify, Spreaker. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line, download us to your phone, your computer, your computer, your iPad, your MP3 enabled device. Listen at home, take us with you on the go. We're also available wherever you get your Alexa device. You can just ask for the latest edition of the show on Spotify, or if you're in Philly, down, or if you're in Philly, you can listen live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Or if you're not in Philly, you can download the TuneIn app or go to TuneIn.com, search for the Philly Cam Station, and listen to us again live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. While you're doing that or while you're listening to us right now, please give us a follow on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. I will be knee-deep in the Olympic tweets this weekend. What's how that? About, how about you, my friend? What's, What's the Olympics? that? Come on, man. <laughs> As long as as long as they don't get canceled,
0: I I won't be watching the Phillies. I might be watching the Olympics. I will probably be watching. Someone someone suggested I get Paramount Plus just for like the old MTV stuff, and I did it. So oh, I will be I'll be watching old episodes of Beavis and Butthead and the Real World.
1: There you go, nice. So so he will be tweeting uh, tweeting out Daria, um, and I'll be yes. tweeting out tweeting out about Dario. Actually, I'm not <laughs> Dario. Now, the like Olympics.
0: when when does the um. When does our wonderful basketball team start playing?
1: I, I don't know. I know the guys who are in the finals are are, are getting their Friday. Um, I know it's, it's I believe it's this weekend. I don't know this, the specific date. Um, it's pretty it's pretty close though because I know they're playing France. I know it's the first game. I think it's this weekend. I don't have a date for you, but hopefully, um, they'll have a better start than our women's soccer team, which lost three to nothing um, in their opening game, and they and they've won forty four games in a row. So. Um, yeah, so tough, tough start for the uh, U.S. Uh, various U.S. Olympic teams, but hopefully we'll have better things to tweet about this weekend. We need to talk about an actual champion. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks for beating the Phoenix Suns four games to two in Super the 2020, Team Twenty One NBA according yeah, to, uh,
0: yes. to Stephen Jackson.
1: So apparently, if you just if you just win a title and have a really <laughs> good or like a superstar and other guys, that's a super team. I don't think that's the definition of a super team. God bless Chris Middleton and God bless Drew Holiday. Um, the Bucks are not a super team. Uh, you can't just throw the term. <laughs> that's again. That's like me just throwing the term superstar around. Like I'm really careful about throwing terms around. Like there's only a handful no, no, of superstars. No, no.
0: no, no there yeah. are muted. There are words that need to be thrown in in the recycling bin for like three months. Legacy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, super team. Good point. Robin. Uh, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I, I mean the unfortunately the 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 finals in the playoffs and just these insane takes that these NBA X or analysts are having is just it really is just a microcosm of man. The NBA's got to do better with their like I don't know with their media coverage of this because it sucks. Like you mean, no, like I, I mean, get is it. Reasonable to ask for like nuanced takes or like analysis or is, is this are we like past that point?
1: Oh, we're past that point. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nuance, nuanced takes don't move the needle. Like these guys are trying to move the needle, whether it's you know, like you said, whether it's Perk or whether it's Steven Jackson or whoever like again like you want something that's going to become viral that's going to be a youtube clip it's going to be you know retweeted on twitter you know a hundred do you know we thousand times do need to times.
0: compare something a current thing to something in the past is that a a requirement
1: you need to compare everything to like everything now to something great in the past or compare something great now to something else great now because again, like you can't now, since Giannis is officially a superstar in that superstar realm, now you have to have 17 comparisons between him and KD or him and LeBron. It's like you can't just let Giannis just stand on his own and be Giannis. Giannis is, hey, is he as good as KD? Is he as good as LeBron? Well, let Giannis just be Giannis. He's a really great player with an incredible resume, you know, 26 years into his life. his an incredible resume. Hella likable, dude. likable, Extraordinarily no. likable. No,
0: and like that's, but
1: we said this, it's like you needed
0: a Another guy that wasn't LeBron or KD or anyone else to step up in the fourth because if if this finals doesn't happen, millions of people don't know how awesome Giannis Antetokounmpo is. I, I right. mean, they just know he's the Greek freak, but I, I mean, they see him ordering fifty piece Mac Minis, like I, I mean, like they like, <laughs> but they see like I don't know, like him hugging that girl. Like I mean, it's stuff like that 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 it's good for the NBA brand and it's good to say okay now we got we potentially have another flag bearer because I I mean like the other flag bearers are getting old
1: exactly And, and for everybody who's like oh I'm tired of seeing LeBron in the finals I'm tired of seeing Steph Curry in the finals I'm tired of seeing Kevin Durant in the finals okay well you got yourself a likable superstar who just won a title who's 26 years old who like you said Chris will probably be the flag bearer for the NBA, you know, two, three, four years from now. Like you should be excited about that. And like you said, like there should be a little bit more, I don't want to say promotion, but I mean there there should be more made of it. Like again, like Giannis is an international super like, basketball superstar. Um again, who like, you know, when you go to the 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 old school Q rating as far as likability probably ranks higher than just about every player in the NBA. Yes <laughs> and again it, it seems like you know like he's not getting probably the the, the, the just do that, that he that he deserves I believe
0: no I think it and I think that's from fans I think that's from media and holy uh, importantly I think that's from players because they I don't know whether they see him as a threat like no like I, like NBA players are very territorial and mm-hmm. if you're not part of the their clique because because the NBA for all its good is very clicky. I mean, you got the banana boat dudes. You got the like dudes that grew up with a, each other in AAU. Guys like Giannis and and maybe Embiid to a point. The like the the international guys, they're kind of on their own, and yeah. and and I think that is like I don't know. Like, do they give them that? Yeah, but they're not. Trust me, I've seen dudes go over the moon for guys. I, I mean, look, look look at when Chris Paul made the finals. How many dudes were like, I don't know, you know, I mean, CP, I mean, LeBron goes to his game in, in the middle of promoting Space Jam. But I, I mean, no, mm-hmm. I think the league as a whole is as an entity, fans, whatever. So get behind this dude. Like, like they say in wrestling, put the rocket ship on this guy.
1: You, you raise a good point about the international guys. Because again, if you think about it, I mean, look at Joel beat I mean, Joel yeah. Embiid isn't part of the, quote-unquote, the, quote the cliques. Again, because like you said, you got the AAU guys. you got the Banana Boat guys, you know, the guys who basically run the NBA, NBA, uh, NBA Players Association. Um, you know, guys who go to certain schools, you know, maybe like the Duke guys who click up or Kentucky guys or whatever like that. Like, you have, like, kind of clicks like that. Or but, even
0: regional guys, like Saint, right. the St. Louis guys. I think, yeah. like, Beal and Tatum are right. like – the are LA like...
1: guys, the St. Louis guys, the Oakland guys. They, they click up or whatever like that. But, again, look at Joel Embiid. Look at, you know, like – Luca. Yeah, but see, I mean, even go back to Dirk. I mean, like again, guys respect the Dirk. Guys, guys love Dirk. Dirk was a great player. But like Dirk wasn't like you know down with like down with being like all these clicks. So I think it's the international. I think that's a lot of it. Because again, yeah, no, I but that's okay. Like that's yeah, fine. Because, because that's why. But I think that's why these
0: guys don't get enough of like like the the hyperbole stuff. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like people like you don't see like I I, I mean like you don't see a
1: lot of people wishing Giannis happy birthday. Off, right. on instagram right yeah you don't yeah yeah you don't you don't get, you don't get the the happy birthday shout outs um like like one uh joel hansen b gave shout outs to some people and not others but we'll, 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 we'll let that go we'll let that go i want to read into that um i do want to give Giannis his flowers though because look he's 26 years old one one of them well one a chip one a finals mvp has two mvps in his case already it's a five-time all-star five-time all nba guy Defensive player of the year and three times all defense, 26 years old. Um, he's already a top 75 player, period point blank. Now you just gotta figure out where you want to slot him. Um he could argue, I mean you can make the case maybe he's a top 50 guy, and he's only 26, nah, 26 nah, years old. Nah, I need um,
0: longevity. No, yeah,
1: like, I, I, I mean, okay, but I'm saying like, like what else long, do you need?
0: <laughs> say he just say he just plays for mm-hmm. the next eight, nine years mm-hmm. and is really good doesn't win another MVP Mm -hmm. and doesn't, doesn't get to another, like, I I guess two questions. Do you think Giannis makes another finals? And two, when it's all said and done in your, in, in your prognostication, Giannis will be a top black player.
1: Um, I think he makes at least one more finals. Um, When he's done, it's tough. It's really tough. Cause look, he's gonna keep being an All NBA guy. He's gonna keep being an All Defensive guy. Is he gonna win another MVP? I doubt it. He might keep <laughs> in later, but I doubt it. Like guess he's gonna win D- DPOY again. Again, I probably I doubt it. But but I don't know. So again, like, so I'm gonna guess uh, he'll get you know three or four more All NBA teams, three or four more um, All Defense teams, and probably um, one more Finals appearance at least. So top forty. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe maybe thirty five maybe.
0: I was gonna go top thirty. Yeah, I mean, like that's I, not no, unreasonable. No, yeah. no. I'll I'll throw you a player, and will and I, I, I'll ask you, will he be better than this player? Kevin okay. Garnett.
1: That's yeah. the bar. Um, yeah.
0: You'll think he'll be better than this. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, will he be better than Carmelo? <sighs> no, I
1: don't. I think Carmelo's longevity is just it's the yeah. thing that kind of throws it off. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: yeah. I, I mean, like longevity means stuff. Right. Like, I. I no, like I don't know how much of the pot, the Hall of Fame pie it takes, but it t- for me, it it's a it's more the pie than your than your regular person.
1: Yeah, no, it matters. No, it absolutely matters. That's why you know because I had this you know discussion you know before, um, on Twitter, and I was like, I'm not sure if he's quite a top seventy five guy yet. That was before the title. Yeah. I was like I'm saying, I'm not sure if he's a, he's a top seventy five guy quite yet because he doesn't have the title. Because, um, again, the title kind of – if you have a title, that kind of offsets the lack of longevity. Because, again, he's only 26. So he's only been yeah. in the league a handful of years. I mean, he, and, like, he like, has a really it impressive It really
0: wrestling. is – it's really hard to, like, factor in, like, the unknown. But, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, if like I say, if he doesn't do anything super extraordinary yeah, for the shit. rest of his career. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, I got it. Or MVP. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like, if he wins another title and or, say, or an MVP –
1: He's pushing 25. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, he's there like with the greats. I mean, you can have. I'm sorry. I
0: I apologize. His title is worth more than a KD Warriors title. I'm sorry.
1: And look, yes, during the finals, again, 35, (laughs) 13 and five as a Robin, you know, for the Milwaukee (laughs) Bucks shot 62% from the field for the series, which is crazy. Uh, But in the closeout game in game six, 50, 14 and five, most importantly, seventeen and nineteen from the line. Again, that was the Achilles heel. That was the thing that people thought might knock off the Bucks, maybe the Bucks, uh, um, you know, downfall. You know, when it counted the most, like he stepped up, um, and, and he had seventeen and nineteen from the free throw line. So that should, for everybody out there, that that should um, alleviate any comparisons to Ben Simmons um, that you might ever have, because I'm not sure if Ben Simmons would ever go seventeen of nineteen in practice from a free throw line in practice in a closeout game in a non closeout game whatever have you um so again kudos to the bucks kudos to Giannis. um and you know kudos to the suns cuz again the suns you know started out the series they team nothing um you know we thought this might be a star star making turn for devin booker after after you know game 2 of the series um, wasn't quite that i know although i saw i saw your your team devin booker you think he's a top 10 guy i'm not yes, quite there yet but period. i think he's re- i think he's i think he's top 15 you know what but i'm not going you know to
0: I, I, hmm. I know we're Uh-oh. trying to Here we trade from I'd rather have him than Dame.
1: Wow. Well, you know, boy, he's younger. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hit. I'm not and gonna argue that.
0: You know what? He's a much better defensive player than I ever thought he was. He's pretty like, good. I, I mean, yeah. like Damian Lillard is not good at defense, but he doesn't matter because he's. But like he is, I would say he's not. He's not a two way player. And man, some of those shots he he was making. <laughs> that's why. That's all this poll on some handle called Sixers Nation. Whenever you see a nation in front of something, just ignore it. I mean, and they said, if if the Sixers were to keep the core of Ben, Tobias, and and Joel together, Mm -hmm. and they were to make moves, minor moves, and outside the margins, what are their odds of winning a championship? 49, no, I think it was 48, because I want to get it right, 48.4% said yes, they will win a championship. Did did they not watch this? Like, obviously, a lot of these people must not watch basketball outside of the Sixers because all I know is, man, some of the shot, like, and that's why the, and that's why I thought this was, I I mean, I would say it was a great playoffs, but this was a great finals, a great finals. I I would say it was the best finals in 2016. And, but just watching the shot creation, if you're just a hoop show, you're just like, dang, dang. Like I mean Devin Booker, Giannis, Middleton. I, I mean Middleton, Chris Middleton might be the the most the 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 most player that you know absolutely nothing about. I literally know
1: nothing about Chris Middleton other than the fact he's a champion and he plays for the Bucks. You saw great shots. Okay, great, like you know, you saw let me see guys who guys who make difficult shots, like hard shot makers or whatever. I don't know what the phrase you want to use on that. Cause again, Giannis and Middleton and Drew Drew Holly to an extent. Um and, and Devin Booker. I mean, like they just made tough shots. Like and you need guys who can make tough shots. But like without guys, you help. Go, without, without help. Without, like, help. without like, and man, go like, ahead.
0: you just see, like, I mean, there isn't much play running from in the finals. It's running pick and roll. It's it, it it's like I mean that really is eighty five percent of the players like really, no one's running back screens mm. no like you you don't even see many guys running off screens to get like I don't know like like catch and shoot because right. those guys get mitigated in the playoffs it's right. straight yo either feed it to the post or run a pick and roll or just clear the hell out for isolation.
1: Yeah, there and and they're, again and you saw that Giannis and and well again and Booker and because again like Devin Booker is like shooting fadeaway jump shots, you know with Giannis in his face and, and like yeah. you know from like nineteen feet. I mean like those are difficult shots to make. And again like you need guys like that. But most importantly, and we talked about this, you know during the games while the games are going on, you got guys who just want it more. Dogs. you got you got no, PJ Tucker dogs. You got PJ Tucker dogs. I
0: saw PJ PJ Tucker had some shit at the parade. Say, yo. They had dogs, but they just needed to be trained to be dogs. Right, and that's a thing, man. That's a skill. Being a dog is a skill. And the Sixers got puppies, and, and not
1: you... Debra McMichael puppies, puppies. <laughs> but you saw in the second half of Game Six, like, because Phoenix came back, you know, in the second quarter, you're like, all right, because you thought Milwaukee might run away with it, you know, Phoenix came back or whatever. You saw in the second half of Game Six, Giannis is like, yeah, we're not gonna lose this game. Like this is not like it's not going to happen. Like the man had 33 of his 50 in the second half of the game. He just did whatever he wanted to. Just took the took the ball to the basket whenever he wanted to because he took it upon himself to win the game for his team. It you helps, need no, that. Uh, it, it, it helps.
0: Well, it really helps when your best player is the biggest dog. Yeah. Like I, I mean, like it, like that usually isn't the case. I mean, like, Le- is was LeBron the biggest dog on, the, on like? No. I, I mean, sometimes just having the he might talented. he might have been he might have been he might have been yeah because they he don't got lying. much dogs but they just got yeah. a crap load of talent but yeah. like if you look at the Raptors, you had Lowry he had dog mm-hmm. like I, I I mean I think there there are in in the in the in the Hooper like I don't know in the <laughs> Hooper not basketball player dictionary yes there I think there's a difference between a dog and a killer like yeah. I, I mean this dog is just you just ate you're just not going to be denied, and I kept saying that Giannis is not going to be denied, and right. I think you, that dog develops over time. Like I, I mean, obviously, I think people are born with a dog, right, right, right. Oh <laughs> but like, but when you get beat in the bubble, in the second round by the Heat, you just say, "No, nah, man." Like, and no, and I think the cumulative disappointments of the Bucks in the last few years that builds that dog. But either you become a dog, or you become a, or you stay a puppy.
1: I'm going to argue the opposite of that. And again, I'm not just playing radio here, but we've had this discussion before because there's been a team that's gotten knocked out in the second round multiple years, whether it be from by Boston or Toronto or whatever have you, that again, you would think that those events either singularly or, or collectively would build, well, okay, and some players, and Joel Embiid it built a dog or more of a dog. The dog's out. You know, P.J. Tucker came out. And some players it did not. No, 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 but like, no, but, but getting and, and like
0: getting his bone stolen in in the bubble that was en- enough for it and be to become a dog. Mm-hmm. And I think that was enough for Tobias to, but some, some, some guys don't got that dog it's left. Not him. universal. Like, That's what
1: I'm saying. She's not universal. That, That's all I'm saying. The,
0: the, <laughs> no, like, I'm trying to think of like a cartoon dog. Um, Clifford. I mean, Tobias <laughs> Harris got that Clifford level. Mm-hmm. He ain't like he ain't gonna be like I don't know Cujo. You okay, okay.
1: See, you, that's what the you need a bunch of Cujo. We got Cujo's. Uh, we, like we don't have we we have Beethoven's maybe. Like, what are we, like... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, no. Like we have like I, I don't know Air Buds. Okay, we got a bunch of Air Buds. We got a bunch of Goofies and Plutos. Yeah, we, no, we need Cujo's. We, and,
0: and maybe. No, but damn, no, like no, but if if getting your bone stolen or getting like your favorite toy stolen in the bubble wasn't enough for some
1: dudes, do do you want that dude in your kennel no more? Oh no, like we're like we're past that. <laughs> yeah, we're past that. No, no, no. It sounded good. It sounded good at the shelter. Like it's it sounded, it sounded, it sounded no, but funny.
0: but I, that's what we
1: keep joking. But man, one of the
0: dudes you need to get in this. I don't if it's a superstar, or whatever. Every one of these dudes you need to get needs
1: to be a dog. A dog. So, so the guy who again, who may be linked to Philadelphia, at least in the minds of many Sixers fans now, over the past week or so, is one Damian Lillard, who once out of Portland hasn't officially requested a trade. DMX but, Lillard, we need yeah. a DMX Lillard. But he said, but he says that you basically like, you know, we need a talent upgrade, um, bringing in Chauncey Billups ain't enough uh, to push this team over the limit, which is correct. Um, so. Um, Henry Abbott, I believe, of True Hoop was the first to report that. And he, and he stands by his reporting and he said, quote, I don't think uh, the owner, Jody Allen, uh, uh, Neil O'Shea, and Damian Lillard will all be working under the same roof next season. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. Because, again, they could just fire the GM and bring another GM in and try to make some deals on the back end. But I don't know. I don't think the Portland's going to be able to make enough moves to make Demi Lillard happy. And I think this is going to wind up becoming – Probably the biggest move of move of the offseason for any NBA player. That said, of course, is Damian Lillard. So everybody in their mama is after him, according to the ringer. The Kings, the Heat, the Knicks, the Rockets, and the Sixers are the most aggressive suitors for a Damian Lillard. Now, among those teams, who do you think has the most to offer for the Damian Sixers. Lillard? I Hear think me. that's I think that's true. So but well, let me it. ask you a question. Well, well hold on, hold on. If the Kings are in the mix, and according to uh, who was uh, James Hamm of NBC Sports Bay Area, the Kings are not in the mix with Ben Simmons because they think De'Aaron Fox is better than Ben Simmons. And you know, a lot of people can argue that. If you're the Kings, and you don't want to trade De'Aaron Fox with Ben Simmons, you might want to think about trading them for Damian Lillard, right? And if you do, then your package is better than the Sixers, right? But you also, don't you need to get sign off on of Dame, Dame? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Dame would have to agree to Sacramento. Yeah, no. and from Northern California, so maybe.
0: And I think we just need to, like, just assume that he wants to win a championship and just be on the web. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. Like, I I mean, I think just picks-wise, no, not picks-wise, because they don't have all their picks. But in terms of just players, the Sixers have everyone beat. And I don't want to get my hope, Roy, because my question is, if the if the Blazers just decide to wait and just say, you know what, we're gonna give this till the deadline, and we're gonna see how Chauncey and, and and Dame and like say they make moves, fringe moves, maybe they move C.J. McCollum, whatever. Mm-hmm. Can the Sixers afford to wait?
1: Okay. Wait until the deadline? Yeah.
0: Can like do or or do they just need to pounce on the next thing smoking?
1: No, I think you got to get this done. I think you got to get this done. I won't say ace because like, I don't think it's going to be happening like the next week or so. I think you got to get this done this summer. I think this. I think you so have if to figure Dame this isn't out. Available. Camp. So
0: if Dame isn't available, you say next, please.
1: I'll I'll say this if yeah if Dame if you can't get Dame, I don't know when training camp starts, but if you can't get out, oh, that's my artificial deadline. If you can't get Dame by training camp, you know mid September or whatever, then I think you need to because if you're not going to get him then, you know, I mean I don't think I don't think anything's going to change by then. Um, then I think you need to move on. I don't think anything happens with the Dame thing until after the Olympics, because I think Dame was like, "Look, I'm playing basketball. I'm not worried about this. I will come back to Portland. I'll talk to you, dudes. If you guys do, if you guys have done anything while I'm going, then that's great. But if not, then we gotta we gotta have, have a talk. I don't think anything happens until then. That said, I think something happens by the end of August. So I don't think we have to wait. We have to wait terribly long for this to, this to go down. And I think I I think he comes here. I really do. Like I think you do. That, I think that I think both parties. You know the Sixers in the Portland. I think they figure out a way and bring Dame to Philadelphia. I really do. I think it happens. I'd say late August, but I think it happens. Really? If that, if that and if that happens, and again, you got your killer, you got your dog, you got your Cujo, in all in one package. You in don't in need to go package.
0: shopping at at the killer
1: store no. at the at the killer Prussia Mall. No, you don't so, need to so, shop there. So when you when you go to the Sixers game with your latest Allen Iverson shirt and you see <laughs> Allen Iverson ring the bell for the 38th time, and you see him dap up Dame Dalla at the home opener, then you'll know that you got two killers on your squad. And that team, again, without doing stuff on the fringes, can actually make a playoff run. What is it? Who, what is that? What? what? I'm sorry, i got to go back to that poll. Did you watch basketball, people? No. Like, not- what What stuff on the fringes? Are you? A, a better Mike Scott? Like, what are you <laughs> doing on the fringes? No, no, no. But I think this is the entire thing
0: about sports, though. Your stuff means a hell of a lot more to you than it does to the outside public. Like, me. you think you can get C.J. McCollum for Seth Curry. Right, right.
1: But, yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh,
0: oh, no. But Tyrese Maxey is untouchable in a
1: C.J. McCollum trade. Matisse Bible <laughs> can't let that dude go. No. He's the greatest thing ever. No, not no. for C.J. McCollum, a guy who can give you 25 a night. No. No, like- this
0: is really your last shot. And the shots are getting very small. Like, limited at this point it's either dame beal and if you're feeling frisky zach levine Mm -hmm. like this is the only way that you this is your only roadmap to the finals this is really it i mean and and the roadmap with levine isn't isn't clear either
1: the bucks didn't win because of the fringes all right the suns didn't get to the finals because of the fringes, all right? Like you think those they two... thought about the fringes when they when they traded six picks for Drew Holiday, right? Like those two teams made moves to get lead guards, like extraordinarily league, extraordinarily good lead guards who play both ways to complement their stars. All right, that ain't the fringes. That's how you win titles with stars. Don't give me that fringe stuff. Because again, we saw the quote unquote six sixes quote unquote second star. You know, pass the ball to Matisse Lival instead of taking a wide open dunk. Doing stuff on the fringes, getting you a Pat Connors and ain't fixing that. All right. Like that's not going to fix that series. So, yeah, Sixers need to make some moves. Hopefully, the Dame Little thing is the move, but, but, you know, we won't know much about that probably for a while. Um, there is a draft coming up. I don't think anything happens before the draft. We were going to talk about the draft, but there's plenty more stuff to talk about. So, we are going to take a quick break. On the other side, we will talk some NFL. And we will talk about the NFL's new policy regarding COVID 19 on the other side. You're listening to uh, the Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. I think I keep, I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks that drive, while I've got the moves. that really move, on. I said, chill. Up and down, I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not boy. Welcome back to the show. Segment number two of the Brocery Line alongside Chris Domingo. I am Roy Burton. And we have to talk about the Eagles, of course, as we always do because we are a local program. And our weekly Zach Ertz update has an update. Not only is he here. Zach Ertz still here. Still a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. He will continue to be here for the foreseeable future, according to Howard Eskin of Sports Radio 94 WIP. Zach Ertz will report to training camp on Tuesday and will likely be with the team to start training camp, this despite the fact that he is due $8.5 million this year, this despite the fact that he counts uh, $12.7 million against the cap, this despite the fact that Zach Ertz was given permission to seek a trade on March the 16th, (laughs) which is more than four months ago. And Zach Ertz is still here. So when you get permission to seek a trade and four months go by and no trade happens. Is this a, a tuck your tail in between your legs kind of thing and come back and just get this money? Who, or... looks, who looks worse than all this? The team or Zach Ertz? I mean, the team could just cut him at any time. So, I mean, like, I think it's Zach Ertz Because Zach Ertz is like, because Zach Ertz was supposedly upset with the team and his role and this, that, and that. So third. is he
0: not upset anymore?
1: I guess. It's hard. <laughs> like. Look, we need Jeff McClain or Shield or whoever's at Bo or whoever's at Camp, you know, or because no more less. Uh, we need one of those dudes to ask Zachary. It's like, yeah, man, like, what's up, Mike? Yeah. Like, why, no, like, why are you here? No. no, I think this would be
0: the perfect time for Zooms to end. You really, like, I, I mean, you need to see the person's, like, I don't know, disposition and mm-hmm. just ask, Zach, what the heck has happened the last year? Because I don't think, no one's no one's asked him.
1: No, no one's asked him. All we know is that he's working out. You know, at the facility, he's been working out with some players. You know, ahead ahead of training camp, like, we haven't heard from Zach Ertz. Um, I don't think directly in a while. But again, we, we know that you know his his family members are, are reportedly were upset at you know how the Eagles were handling handling the situation. We know the Eagles were going to um, gave him permission to trade uh, for a trade. We thought something was going to happen at the at the NFL draft. Excuse me. We thought we could... something was going to happen. Junior. <clears throat> we, we thought, thought this... something was going to happen. It never, it never did happen. So, again, so Zach Ertz, I think he probably looks the worst in this. Because, again, if the Eagles the Eagles could say, you know what, forget it. Like, we're just cutting. Just go. And if I'm the Eagles, i probably do that. But maybe they're hoping that some team loses a tight end, you know, in the middle of training camp and they need, a, they need a guy they can count on. You can get the guy who was ranked, you know, butt naked last, you know, by PFF in terms of tight ends. I mean. this
0: is why – this is why the Eagles, frankly – have just not been overly successful the last couple of years is, man, they just absolutely refuse to acknowledge the human element in anything. It's just like their their thing is the game is the game for Mm -hmm. everything. And I get that in a lot of instances, but can you just envision, like, I don't know, like, do you think you're going to get The best, like, I don't know, like, the best Zacherts. The best Zacherts you can humanly give you, even though you've jammed him on a salary. This is his last year of his deal. Like, I, I mean, and one, don't you think you can allocate that money to another position? I don't know. Quarterback?
1: Well, to your second point, yes. You should actually just figure out a way to cut him this dude immediately and get a <laughs> cornerback because you need a cornerback. You don't have one. Um, just the whole – the Zach Ertz thing, two things. One, I don't. I, I know what you mean because the whole psychological thing, like the team did you dirty or you're going to kind of come back and play. I think Zach Ertz at the end of the day is going to – like he's going to – he's trying to get a, a – he's trying to go somewhere who, somewhere where he's wanted, all right? <laughs> and, and the best way to do that is to play well. So I don't think but Zach how are Ertz you going to play
0: well in a place you're not wanted?
1: you can play i mean this, you can play well the, the fact the fact of the matter is I'm like, sorry
0: as a backup
1: well that's that's the good. question that, that's the question like is Nick Sirianni going to put Zach Ertz in the position to play well like are they going to play two tight, tight ends like they did like almost all the time you know with Doug Peterson or they're going to ride with Dallas Goddard and play Zach Ertz you know 10 12 snaps a game because if they do then then you probably get you know disengaged Zach Ertz but
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm I another question
1: cuz don't, know I the mean, the answer.
0: don't <laughs> you think at some point before you give Dallas Goddard a a, a big extension, you're gonna want to see if he can carry the load. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, because, I know. don't know. I don't know. Like I mean, they're just <laughs> there's just always something with this team, and, and it's not. And trust me, they have enough. They have enough problems skill wise. But if 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 the thing isn't in sync, like in the locker room, then you're just
1: you're doubly screwed. Right. And again, how much? How much? I mean, I mean, he is a you know he's a basically an Eagles lifer. You know, he's one of the I assume the more vocal veteran presences on this team. But again, how much is a you know a thirty something year old tight end, backup tight end? How much of a voice is he going to have on a Nick Sirianni team? I don't know. Like, it's a good question. Like, I'm not sure how much Ertz, you know being in his position is going to upset the apple cart. Um, you didn't mention skills. And speaking of skills, ESPN ranked the skill position players for each NFL team. The Eagles finished um, a, a shocking 29th among 32, <laughs> 32 NFL teams. They also there ranked are three teams, teams, There are three teams that have worse skill players than the Eagles? One of those teams apparently is the Colts, which, again, is like I'm like, wait a minute. Like, okay. Like, uh Eagles also ranked uh, 30th in terms of future outlook. That means outlook for the next <laughs> three years uh, for, for all NFL teams. That said, I will say this. Put the caveat on those rankings. Three years ago, when he, the ESPN did those rankings, the number one team in future outlook, the Philadelphia Football Eagles. And a lot has happened. A lot of things can change in three years, my friend. You went from yeah. one to 30 in three years. Basically, how many, how many? 75% of those dudes are gone from the, the three year ago team? Well, anymore? I mean.
0: Well, I mean, in three—well, you would not assume in three years because that was what twenty eighteen. That was twenty eighteen. That was coming off a Super Bowl, right off the bowl. You would have thought that you in three—I don't know—three years doesn't seem like a long time that you would lose your uh, coach yep. and your quarterback.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the two most important guys, or you know, two of the most most important guys, I should say, you know, from from your Super Bowl run. Yeah, you would think that one of those guys that will be around in three years. I'm mean, just a guess. I mean, you know, once was coming off of. Basically an MVP caliber season before he got hurt, and Doug Peterson just won the Super Bowl. Um So again, you would think that winning a Super Bowl you know buys you know both of those guys three years. Um It bought neither one of those guys that, that that much time, which is which is crazy when you when you think about it. But that that said, again, like let's take these rankings in stride because again, like the Eagles may not have a bright future outlook right now, but again, if Jalen Hurts is you know is good, or is he, if he's as good as his photo sheets are. Jalen Hurts is gonna be a fantastic quarterback. We just oh, you mean we're...
0: the um the 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 guy who's not gonna be the quarterback of the Eagles next season? Well yeah,
1: yeah. Oh uh, we I guess we got I guess we gotta talk about that next. It's a good <laughs> isn't segue. that?
0: But isn't that just
1: uh the poster boy of there's always something? There's always something. There's always somebody, there's always something else. There's always something else out there. Um that's something else, according to every reporter in the world now. <laughs> Apparently it's Deshaun Watson. The the latest is from again Howard Askin. Sports Radio 94 WIP, who said that when, when not if, when <laughs> Sean Watson of the Houston Texans gets traded, there is a 90% chance that the Eagles will be the team that trades for him. And we've talked about this, again, like, several times on the show. The Eagles have more assets than pretty much anybody, or more reasonable assets to trade from than pretty much anybody in the league, especially if we get that third uh, number one pick from the Colts this year. You keep saying this, you know. Like there's an extraordinarily extraordinarily high amount of smoke. Like, there's a <laughs> lot, of, there's a lot of smoke about this, and and there's so much smoke that the guy that you have in the building right now has to see the smoke. Yes, you got to see. He sees, no, he has to see because it it's in the damn building. Yeah, it's like it's it's the, <laughs> yeah, like the smoke's coming from the building. The smoke's coming from the building. It's coming from probably, the here. Probably in the room, wherever Howie's room is, or wherever mm-hmm.
0: wherever Howie's office is. Maybe that's next to the QB room. I don't know. You see the smoke. Yeah, smoke's coming out the window. You see the smoke. You look outside, you see the smoke. Smoke's coming out. Like, a lot of smoke. Once again, like, I, I ask you, is there anything that that Jalen Hurts can do under God's will to be the quarterback in 2022? Or do, 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 does it feel just like a foregone conclusion? that Deshaun Watson is going to be here.
1: No, I keep telling you, I'm going to keep saying this. <laughs> like, Jalen, like, look, Jalen Hurt, he's going to have to, like, he will have to be. You said it last week. He's going to have to be young bull deck. If if he's young bull deck, I think Howie you Roseman, think? I think, well, well, okay, I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll put it, I'll be definitive with this. If he is young bull deck, Howie Roseman will put down this infatuation with Deshaun Watson. And just build around this dude. Because again, I think I think Young Bull Dak is a good enough bar. No, but but
0: what are <laughs> the odds he becomes Young Bull Dak?
1: Oh, not high. No, no, not, not, not <laughs> very high. No, no.
0: So what we're saying is, Desha- Deshaun Watson
1: is going to be the quarterback of the Eagles in twenty twenty. I'm going to say, well, Howard says it's ninety percent. Like that seems a little <laughs> high to me. But again, like like a lot of the a lot of the signs are there. I mean, again, like you need a quarterback. You have a ton of assets. Like you're gonna be in a perfect position, to like either draft a guy or get a guy, or you know the, the same with the Texans, who might be in a position who will probably be in a position to. And one, to do the same.
0: and one, Deshaun Watson's trade
1: value isn't gonna be any lower. No, no. So you're gonna keep you. I know you're gonna ask me every month, like, "Yo, what's the percentage <laughs> chance <of> Deshaun <laughs> Watson's a week. guy?" But you're you know, gonna ask me every time, and
0: like, oh, this, I don't, this know. story has not gone away for, for six months.
1: Mm-mm. No. Like it it keeps and it and it 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 gets
0: stronger too. You you see
1: more of the aroma come out, come out of come out of the smoke, come out of the room. Yeah, no, it keeps coming out of the room. So again, there's going to be some kind of quarterback. But again, like look, like who knows what happens in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers? Maybe something happens with that. Like who knows? Like there's gonna be a lot of quarterback movement over the next year or two. Maybe it's not Deshaun Watson. Maybe it's not you know Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Jalen Hurts is the guy. Who knows? Maybe you can get
0: a deal. Maybe you can Eagles can get a bulk deal on Fanatics if if they start with like a W eight like on, on a jersey okay. and say yo like I don't know we we'll save you thirty percent if you just give us some letters.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot there. <laughs> this
0: team is such a joke. Like I, I mean like you would like they just absolutely refuse to to throw full fledged support for Jalen Hurts. It, it it's crazy.
1: Yeah, like I can't, I can't, I can't argue it again. There's way too much of it. Like, if you wanted to kill the story, you could have killed the story months ago, but so many reporters are reporting the story. Clearly, if you're not killing the story, clearly it's coming from you. <laughs> yes, and if it's coming from you, then it's like, hey, man, like, is there any loyalty in this building at all? Like, clearly no, there, no. Wasn't, there wasn't. wasn't. <laughs> this is for the, the last human, This is the human element
0: I keep tell at screaming about. Is like, can't you just <laughs> shut up? For the season, and just say, yo, like I don't know, get rap sheet and, and like on your cell, be like, yo, man, we love some jail hard, love them videos. We love, love like I don't know, him rocking them GAs, and we love rocking, like I don't like, just, just get any source, get like I don't know, outkick or some stupid thing. You like can that. lie; it's fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> can, but they're lie. not even they're not even willing to lie. They just say, all right, let's call Chef B up or let's call King up and be like, yo. You know, man. Ninety percent chance we get the show, like, and is, is that like? I know he's really staking good. I get it, but but can Deshaun Watson carry
1: a team that has no talent? No, no. It's gonna it's be gonna, Houston again. It will gonna be Houston. Houston again. It's gonna be Houston. Maybe not even a good, a good as good as Houston. It's gonna be Houston because they, be they don't have
0: because they don't have anti back
1: Right. Yeah. So like like yeah, so it won't even be Houston. Like if you get if you get Deshaun Watson on this team and you have to give up the house to get Deshaun Watson, how many games no, do you I win think, in twenty twenty two? Maybe the Eagles take it in. Maybe we don't need to give up the farm. You don't?
0: Say, For say you, Watson? Say you have to give up a one. A two and Jalen Hurts.
1: There's no way in the world the Houston Texans do that. There's no, right, no like other right. another team's going to give them at least all right, two, sorry. Teams, two ones. Two,
0: all, right, no, all right,
1: two ones, a two and Jalen Hurts. Okay, that's fine. That's to me, that's the farm. Because again, like yeah. if without those picks, and what are you doing? Like who's, who's oh, yeah. who, is, who is again other than Devonte Smith and Miles Sanders? Who are your skill position players? Man,
0: you real like, like I think someone like I don't know put the qualifier on if. if Devontae Smith is good. This, this receiving core is, is decent. Right. If he's not good, you might as well just like, I don't know. Don't even bother trading for Deshaun Watson. Like, I, I mean, because you just, you still have no foundational players that are going to be on this team in three years.
1: Yeah. No, I just like, it's like, you're really dependent on Devontae Smith being really good. Um, it would help if some of the guys like, you know, across from him or on the, on the other side of the offense, um, <clears throat> By the way, hey, so, well.
0: so is this just a league-wide thing that people don't think that much of Miles Sanders?
1: Yeah, I think people are haters. People <laughs> are – Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard are haters. <laughs> I, I am king of both men's fan clubs. I will stand for both of those guys. I think with an opportunity, I think both of those guys are pretty decent players. I think Miles Sanders is probably a top 15 back. Maybe a little um, – I'll say top 15. I'm going to go higher than that. Yeah. Um, Dallas Goddard's is already a top 10 tight to end. I mean, like, these guys are good players. Just let them cook. I just want this season, because does anyone have any idea what this
0: team's gonna look like? No, just we like no I idea. don't know in terms of like what they play like.
1: No, we don't know what they play like. We don't know the defensive scheme. Um, I hope I hope we don't know the second cornerback because if it's any of the guys, we had I think more. It is,
0: we had more of an idea of what Charles Kelly would do, and yeah. he was a first-time coach.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, like we kind of had an idea of what they would do, and he did. They did a lot of that um, in 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 Charles P. Kelly's uh, first year. Um, yeah, I don't know, I have no idea what next round i going to give you. I have no idea. None. Um, cause again, like he wasn't the guy calling and play. He wasn't like the main guy in, in Indianapolis. Um, so I have no idea. <laughs> like, I, re- I really don't know, um, what they're going to do. Um, speaking of not knowing what people are going to do, the NFL told people like, look, if you guys are on the fence, here's something to kind of nudge you off that fence. Earlier this week on Thursday, the NFL informed clubs that if a game cannot be rescheduled, And during the 18-week season, due to a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team with the outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss for playoff seeding. More than that, the league went on to say, the team responsible for a canceled game because of an outbreak will be responsible for the financial losses and subject to potential discipline from the commissioner. And from the player standpoint, the game is canceled because of an outbreak. Neither team's players will receive their weekly salary. And so, of course, these rules did not go over well with many in the NFL community. And I know it's football, but so many guys got dunked on on Thursday. It's pretty impressive to see. Number one, I guess, was, was probably DeAndre Hopkins, um, who tweeted multiple times, del- deleted one, but then tweeted out freedom. Um, <laughs> again, I'm not sure what that means because, again, like DeAndre Hopkins, you are free to play football or not play football and the NFL is free to tell you what to do or not to do if you are a member of the NFL. So I'm not really sure we was going with that, but isn't this
0: the perfect example? Like the perfect example of the phrase "the game is the game." game like I, game. I mean, like either it's all about the game and how you play. It. And the NFL knows that they got these dudes by a barrel. And we, but and I've always said it that like I I mean like the NFL is the most unified. like, the the uniformity, the the human, the uniformity is the most important in football. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen dudes like T.O. T.O. was arguably one of the five, the three best receivers in 2005. They told his ass to stay home. Yep, just for being a pain. Just yep. for being, like, like, and you think that they're not going to do this to someone who's going to be one of the like, cause them to forfeit games and money? <laughs> Come on, no. And this. what this is, this is just. I mean, I, I think this is a lot of players wanting to see what they can get away with. And obviously, they're getting fried, and they should. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, like, like obviously Hopkins isn't going to get cut. But, I mean, but the whole, like, I don't know, like, making a team or not making a team based on your vaccination status is a real thing. I mean, like, any any player who could be, like, the 53rd man on the roster sure as hell be getting that shot. Because yeah. that's the difference between you getting cut or not cut <clears> or not. <throat>
1: There's going to be a lot of practice squad dudes, a lot of fringe dudes, you know, getting that shot or who haven't gotten it already, you know, getting that shot to make sure that, you know, that their number is going to be called, can be called, you know, because some of these other guys, you know, might not be that guy. Because here, like when you start messing with people's money, it changes. Yep. Things. Like, it really changes things. And look, we said, you know, we've said on this program before, like you guys, whoever, whoever, NFL players, whoever, everybody's free, free, shout out, shout out to DeAndre Hopkins. You have the freedom. To either get vaccinated or not get vaccinated, <laughs> you just got to deal with the consequences that come with that action. If you don't, all, 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 the, That's consequences. It. all, all the consequences,
0: them. all like, the I, consequences, like, I mean, like, you're, you're, some of you, some of the players looking sideways at you, like, <clears throat> because of course, Jalen Ramsey had to open his mouth. Right. Like, I, I mean, like, no, I, I mean, just, just, you just got to, like, if, if you don't get it, deal with the noise because there'll be a lot of noise. It's going to be it, outside the locker room, it's going to be in the locker room for sure. And one, it's gonna. Mm-hmm. It comes back to it affects how you play on the field, and right. no one can tell me otherwise.
1: Nick Saban in Alabama said that ninety percent of his team is vaccinated. This is Nick Saban. The reason why Nick Saban has had most of his team vaccinated is because I'm sure. I don't know, but I'm sure he made it perfectly clear to <laughs> everybody in Alabama. It's like, look, you're not gonna mess this up for us. All right? <laughs> You're not going to mess up a title for us because cause you didn't want to do this. All right? So Nick Saban understands that there is a competitive advantage to his team to get vaccinated, and he made it perfectly clear to those dudes. Now, getting it's a college. So it's college. It's a little bit different. But, again, like I think NFL, NFL teams, you know, need to make it perfectly clear. I'm sure the Patriots probably did it. Yeah. But look, there's a competitive advantage to you guys doing this. Like, like Michael Irvin said, like – I I don't, maybe I don't want to go to Michael Irvin level, but he basically said like, yo, if you don't get vaccinated, you don't want it enough. And I don't know if he's completely wrong. I mean, I'll I'll put it like that. I don't know if he's wrong.
0: I don't know if he's wrong. And someone used to sit me down because I still don't understand the, 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 the resistance to to the vaccine by, by athletes. I don't, I really like, I don't (laughs) like these dudes. Like I thought these dudes were alpha males willing to do anything to win. And obviously, they're not like obviously not having FDA approval for a vaccine or, or, or this, or, or this, the government telling me what to do, which I, which is like, I, I mean, like, and the, that flies in the face of any people who scream law and order. I mean, this is, uh, there are just so many just hypocritical, like, I don't know, ironic things about all this that I still have no idea. I just would love to know, like, I don't know, like, if, if you ask, DeAndre Hopkins, like I don't mm-hmm. know, I've had an interview. Why don't you want the vaccine? I, I generally want to know because I I still I can't comprehend. It.
1: Well, I think it was was it Hopkins or, or Ramsey. It was either one of them. You can follow your Twitter timelines. I think it was Hopkins, but I think he said that like um like a like a friend of his cousin's in the military or something like got the vaccine and after the vaccine after he got the vaccine he had developed heart problems. Now again, whether that was whether that, a whether that's a true story is one thing. Whether that was related to the vaccines is another thing. But I think. These guys, some of these guys get anecdotal evidence. Well, one thing. I think some of these guys get anecdotal evidence um, about one thing that may or may not be, you know, related to the vaccine and just hold on to that. I think, yeah. one, I think that's one thing. I think two things, number two, is, again, this vaccine was developed within the last year. It's not a year old. So I think, you know, these guys, some of these guys are saying, you know, hey, this thing didn't exist last year. and Now you want me to put this in my body. I don't understand that or whatever. And again, we can debate that forever. And I'm not going to do that. But you guys play a sport where there are like helmet to helmet collisions like every week like like there's a sport you, play, you guys play a sport where there's a really really good chance that you will end with you will wind up with cte like a lot of you guys inject toradol like every like all Sometimes, the time you <laughs> can't
0: tell me roy that every one of these players knows what these trainers are shooting them up with one thousand percent
1: you, you, you did they, they don't they don't know they didn't do the science on the tour doll they didn't do a science on the painkillers, you know. Like they didn't, they didn't do that. Like these guys are getting shot up in the knee. To be honest, like, oh. honestly,
0: Roy, they could seriously just shoot these dudes. Like if, if the NFL was beyond unethical, <laughs> right. they could seriously like just after practice, just like I don't know, like like no, I mean it's that. Like I mean, like you cannot tell me that, and that's the evidence I'll. That's the anecdotal, like that's the evidence I'll latch on is you can't tell me that every one of these at, anti-vaxxing athletes knows what exactly what they're putting in their body at all times during no, the NFL season. There's
1: no way. Like there's there's no way. Cause like you said like these trainers, again, whether it's football players or baseball players or whatever. Like there's no like like with the painkillers and all the injections and stuff like that, like you do not know the medical, you know, the side effects or whatever have you, benefits and side effects of everything that a trainer gives you. You don't. You just don't. You don't even know the stuff that you buy at GNC. You don't know what all that stuff does to you. So I know you're not you don't know what the trainers yeah. are giving you. So it's like, come on, people. Like like seriously. But that said, Cole Beasley did say earlier this week that he said he will get vaccinated and become an advocate for the Pfizer vaccine if Pfizer Pfizer puts a percentage of the vaccine's earnings in an account for his wife. So Cole Beasley will just sell out for the money. All the stuff he was talking about before doesn't matter. He'll just sell out for a dollar. Doesn't that make you look even worse? No. I I mean, like, we needed, uh, frankly...
0: In so many words, a scumbag out of all the no like Cole like if Cole Beasley would have like just shut up about every like if he just was DeAndre, like DeAndre Hopkins or, or somebody, he would he would have broken, he would have not passed this news cycle, but he is just egging it on. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the for the notes at retirement because that's coming. No, because like like I s like I joked, that Cole Beasley pack coming and it <laughs> might come October fifteenth, because I mean, it's getting close now, and the last thing a team needs in this season, with everything going on, is a distraction. Yeah, and and Holbiesy's a good player; they could find someone to replace his ass immediately. <laughs> I,
1: I'm I, I'm thinking that before the season starts, I th- I'm thinking that a lot of this stuff gets resolved. But I promise you, there's going to be a training camp fight somewhere in so, some one of these thirty-two locker rooms between. Vaxxers and anti-vaxxers, I promise you. Because again, you can't mess with guys' money, like, you cannot. Yeah. If they put this in in baseball, I think the Phillies probably would have had a fight already. Because half the Phillies team, according to Marcus says, isn't vaccinated, so you yeah. got half the locker room on one side, half the locker room on another side. If those guys would have had to forfeit, <laughs> forfeit games, because again, the Phillies had to, had to pitch a bullpen game this week, but they, they didn't have care. guys, no, no, like, this shows you this is why
0: I mean, I, I'm so far move removed from baseball. I don't even know. But could you imagine being buyers for this team? Steve doesn't even want to like, I don't know, do the bare minimum to like win games. You're going to trade prospects away for, the, for 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 this bunch of losers?
1: Yeah. It's like like it's like it's really hard to say like, yo, need to go all in with these dudes and these guys are like Aaron Nola is like, well, we just got to be more careful. Like, yeah. no, man. Like yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not how this works. All right, forget the Phillies. We got like two minutes left. I do want to talk about again, uh, one uh, Dominic Toretto's brother himself making a turn <laughs> To the ring for the first time in a while. Yes, John Cena made his return um at uh, Money in the Bank and heard the loudest pop that I've heard in a long time at an event. Maybe it was because people were in the house for like a year and a half. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but people went legit crazy um for John Cena to the point where they, they bought every single um, um instance of his t shirt that was sold at Matthew <laughs> Arena the next day. Like no, does that good like a t shirt? But everybody bought you. it.
0: Like that shows you, man, like John Cena, for mm. love him or hate him, he moves love the needle. Him. He might be the yeah. most, other than Roman. I don't even think it's Roman. He is no. still the most,
1: the biggest me, move, needle mover in wrestling. Yeah, no, John Cena moves the needle. The only guy I would say was probably would probably be more than him is, is Dwayne because Dwayne never comes back. So yeah. if, Dwayne, if Dwayne came back, I think the needle would go would explode. But he's the only guy in the they world. They not
0: only bought the T-shirts... They bought the wristbands. The they bought they bought the towels.
1: The towels.
0: When he came out for Raw, there was a dude in the stand that had the John Cena outfit. And John Cena went to him and like I don't know, side like side to side showed like they, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I saw like every 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 clip I saw of a fan. They're in Cena gear.
1: It's nuts, man. It's nuts. Again, like this happened again. The Raw was less than 24 hours. It started less than 24 hours after the Money in the Bank. And then, like you said, like an arena full of people in John Cena gear. WWE, and we got to get out of here. WWE has opened up the vaults for SummerSlam. Everybody's coming through. Cena's coming through. Gilbert is coming through. The Coach Lashley. Um, we got Edge and Edge and, oh, um, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, I wrote Seth Rollins. Edge Ed and Seth Rollins. Probably some more surprises. Vince is opening up the paycheck. I'm here for it. Come I'm on, man. You it. can
0: see it in IMAX, too, now?
1: And you, and you can go to the theaters at your local theater. You might be able to, to watch SummerSlam. We don't have one local here, because if we did, I would have gone. 1,000%. <laughs> I would have gone, because Peacock was trash. Yeah, that. Peacock was trash last weekend. Trash. Uh, no, but no. A huge SummerSlam coming up. Obviously, we'll talk... More about that as it comes, but we do have to get out of here. Thank you guys as always for tuning in 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. But until next week, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please.
0: Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. That's real estate done right. Tour subject to property and agent availability. Virginia Office Falls Church VA 844-759-7732. Right here in Greater Atlanta. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance It was. Greater Atlanta's hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today.